0: (laughs) what i love you why do you keep saying that because i do okay
1: what is up everybody welcome back to hear me out though my name is kippy i am your host today joined with my gorgeous co-host my one and only partner future baby daddy future hubby what do do sobs I'm, I'm owning you. I'm claiming you. I'm claiming gorgeous. You. Did you say gorgeous.
0: So gorgeous. No, you look good today. You look
1: good. You look good. Can
0: I? Thank you. Thank you.
1: What's up? How you been?
0: I've been good. I've been good. Learning and stuff. You know.
1: Yeah. What you been learning about?
0: I don't know. I think I've just been learning that. I think I monitor my life now with, like, semesters. Like, I treat my life almost, like, every period of my life, almost like a semester. I think I treat it as, like, first semester, second semester, but it's not, like, first, second. It's just semester. I feel like it's more
1: seasons than semesters. Maybe it's, like, quarters more than semesters because it kind of changes every three months pretty much.
0: Um, No, no, not like that. I understand, like, the, the concept... Of seasons, there's a season for this. There's a season for that. I'm legit taking like, and my whole thing is almost like looking at my life as, with every period of my life as a time for a particular lesson. Even if I've achieved something, I don't look at achievements like that. I don't even think about them as achievements, but rather like, what did I learn this semester? Type of thing, and I kind of monitored on that level where. I can tell this is the end of of this semester almost. Not like seasonally, because sure. like cause with seasons it could be like with challenges. You're like, oh, I'm looking at these challenges. This was a season for these challenges or, or trials. Usually that's what the context for season is usually applied for. So I, I like I almost treat it as lessons, achievements, failures, all those kinds of things. But I only I just look at it like this is what I learned in this semester
1: okay what are you learning right now what are you working through right now would you say
0: i think i've learned that i've outgrown like a lot of things i've outgrown almost like especially with the space that i work in I've, i've like i think i've kind of shed away the concept of being someone that kind of doubts themselves i don't know how to put it in english but like, I don't know. I don't have the, I don't have the English. Okay. I don't have enough English, but basically is.
1: You're letting uh, go of self-doubt. I'm letting, let go of and self-doubt. even the
0: concept of self-doubt is not even like.
1: You don't have self-doubt mostly.
0: Exactly. The, that's why I, I'm saying like, even the English is not there. It's not the communicating. Is kind of, not coming me. through. But the thing is, I've let go. I've kind of let go of being someone that lets things slide that don't please me in a particular moment. I've learned to speak.
1: That's completely different from self-doubt, but I like where no, no, you're going. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Go on. yeah,
0: that's what I mean. Like, it's the concept of it is when mm, I see, I see. you kind of don't step up and stand up for yourself or stand up for your spirit or defend your 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 integrity or your being in a moment. Mm. And sometimes that happens because almost you don't. I don't know, you don't do enough to protect yourself. You don't do enough to, to make sure people understand the, you know, the position that you're standing in. So I think it's, it's not necessarily, that's what I'm saying. It's like not necessarily self-doubt, but it's really being like taking authority on a lot of things, especially in the, like I'm saying, the space that I work in as a, um, I would argue a traditional healer, you know, as someone that sees people and people come to me for, for consultations and this people that I guide, this people that I teach things and that's literally my calling to help people get back to the source or get back on track and in, 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 in kind of alignment with their purpose or even finding and discovering things about themselves. But always the thing is really reconnecting people to the beginning and that starts with their ancestors you know so with people as you guide them sometimes because of being young uh, and i and i I guide a lot of older people that sometimes take advantage of me being a young person and Mm. sometimes feeling like i don't i don't know how to balance between you know really standing my ground and using my position because i don't always feel like it's necessary to hold your position like that and say because you came to me, you are my son and you are my daughter. You are going to hear what I say, and if you're not here to hear what I say, you can step. I had that. Co- I think it was a bit of a complex. I wasn't fully functioning out of the full potential potential of of, of yeah of what I could be and who I am and and understanding who I am in that position that I'm placed in. Mm. You know, regardless of how young I am, and regardless of how many older people that I get, people older than my dad or my parents, people, you know, older men and older women and people that are, you know, people that are married and they come here, they come to me for, for, you know, for marital counseling and I'm not married. Mm. And those people are way older than me and have way more life experiences than I I have, obviously. You know what I mean? Mm. And they've been in their marriages and I have to, you know, I'm placed in the position to help them, you know, extract certain things that happen in their marriages that might not be bringing any, you know, fruitful anythings for them. So even when I see people doing me wrong, especially in that space, and they're not moving the way that I wish for them to move, and sometimes letting things slide because I think um, I'm trying to protect people from me or I'm trying to something. Yeah, basically, it's just I learned how to outgrow in this semester the ideology of my being young in the position that i'm being placed at that i've been placed in um in moments where something that happens doesn't please me and i have to like you know kind of step up my use almost like an iron fist when i direct people regardless of how old older they are you know people that are older than my parents or even people that are as young as me like i don't
1: i I get you i i think in in you know being privileged enough to be your partner and to kind of be supporting you through your journey it's something i don't think it's necessarily something that you've just learned how to do now recently it's something that you've always been doing but i guess with the seasons that change you know the lessons like you can learn a lesson at a particular point and it's going to come back in a different form at a more elevated level right so I think maybe that's what you're saying because I remember even from the beginning there were already people who were way older than you that were coming to you seeking counseling and whatever else and you were able to kind of be very firm I think also, having experienced you in that space before, you're very firm when you're in that space. So I don't think it's necessarily something that's new. It's just that you've gotten the upgrade or the upgraded version of that lesson, if that makes sense, right? Would, yeah. that, would that be fair to say?
0: Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a I think it's a I would say that it was there, but not. Yes, it's an, uh, this is an upgraded version of it, mm-hmm. but like the way I see it now is totally different from the way I saw it before and even in the process. It's almost like yeah. this is the end of my season of, or not my season, but this is the end <laughs> of the semester.
1: Why you don't want to say nah, season? Nah, but like Why semester you...
0: sounds, sem- like season sounds like... It's about the challenges of now, and no, I had a season of this. Yeah, I get it, but like.
1: You can have good seasons also.
0: Obviously. So, what's the problem? Because the whole foundation of it is that I am always in the process of learning, I'm always a student of my space and that's
1: seasons are always changing like okay you're you're doing a semantics no, thing no it's not semantics i do at this don't, moment you don't like the word no you no, know i be- don't like the word cuz it's a trendy word
0: yes because of not even trendy it's word it's trendy it's yes that but also the way i always have a problem with the way sometimes you know people engage certain expressions i sure. always, i have a problem with the way people sometimes use certain expressions which trendy? is like yeah yeah So it's like super light and almost obnoxious for me. And I don't, I don't, I don't think I always try to avoid subscribing to certain things, especially if you try to kind of try to dig deep into that thing and understand for what it is. It becomes a totally new thing when you really go into it compared to what is commonly understood as. You understand what I'm saying? Other people... Like, I remember we used to... We had
1: this conversation all the time about you having a problem with the term balance. Uh Uh-huh. And your thing was always, and I think your position has always been, the way that people use phrases like balance doesn't give you that they have a very in-depth or nuanced understanding of what that phrase means. You know what I mean? Because, I mean being spiritual or being woke or being whatever is like a very trendy thing right now right everybody's kind of like on this vibes energy or on this energy wave and you know everybody kind of speaks on
0: this good vibes only
1: positive vibes only like yeah. everybody speaks in the same way although sometimes when you actually get in depth with people and like interrogate what what is energy what is your understanding or what is your understanding of Positive vibes. Then it gets wonky. Like, very surface understanding of what they're saying. Do
0: you remember the times I used to say, I hate, I find it to be absolute hypocrisy. It is the dumbest thing when I experience people that engage things that are true and real on that superficial, nonchalant, and careless way to kind of assume as, as like almost a certain persona socially and mm. using these things to make themselves look like they understand them. Mm. I remember there was a time when someone said being Christian, you can't be Christian and woke at the same time, and that was their understanding of that. So <laughs> now what also the new trend is is collecting precious stones and burning sage da 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 and sure. being super spiritual Chakra um hands. um Leave the Chakrahan stuff. This is like, (laughs) that's just another department. Sure. Sure. The thing of, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. Then you ask people, then how do you cultivate to the source that you now engage with? What is the source? What are the modes of communication? And then you realize also these things have also been made famous and trendy by the Western world. Mm. I was, remember there's a Mm. big, like, there's a there's a um, there's a lady man she's um, she's a sangoma from South Africa she's a lawyer also she's like super intelligent lady and i like she's not necessarily like a she's not like a famous sangoma person that's constantly posting about ubungoma blah 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 she's someone that i follow because i've I've encountered her once and i doubt she remembers that interaction um, it's a long story, so I only followed her on that premise, not on Luguti Rumgo. You understand what I'm saying? Sure. So she was reading from a book. I'll hopefully, in fact, it doesn't matter anymore. But I'm gonna get like the quotes that she got from the book that she she posted as she was talking about her kind of understanding about what the book was talking about, right? Mm. Um, she. This is this is a this. These are the two phrases that she got from the book, which are global escapism masquerading as spiritual hunger and then the other one is the greed for spiritual um for supernatural powers so in the book as she was saying like the small thing that she was talking about there was um basically how the western world takes things that are of a particular tribe race culture and they they kind of take it and commercialize it into a thing that also has connotations of class and da 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 da, i.e. Sure. E. yoga is for the middle class. It's for the what what spiritual yoga things. And when you go back to India, and I think this book was either written from by someone from India um, or someone from no, I think it was a, a, someone from India. I don't remember quite well. But basically, it's it's the the whole thing of it is the Western world will take something that is generally not theirs as we all know that the western world doesn't necessarily have any deep rooted cultural structures that are about conjuring and and veneration or all those kinds of they don't necessarily have it as rich as everybody else and we're talking about africa easily obviously and the asian world who like india you go to india you go to asia or the whole of Asia, basically. And then you come to Africa, the the structures, the spiritual structures that we have are way more, way more richer. So what they do is to take things like yoga. We had that way back in Kemet in Africa. You know, the people that now are seen as the primary or the main practitioners of it are primarily in, in Asia. So my thing is, people will engage those things when they come as secondhand clothing. You understand what i'm saying when mm. it's like secondhand and coming from the western world and when the western world decides these things are trendy this is how sure. people decide yo i'm so spiritual I you i do yoga now and pilates blah 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 but the one that really gets me is that i'm not religious but i'm spiritual oh my god yeah.
1: We have this chat all the time because I feel that way.
0: Yeah, but you feel <laughs> I like that, feel be, that way. But if I engage you on what your foundations are and what your source is and your processes of cultivating any form of light, if you see yourself as someone that pursues all things that are of the light and pursuing yourself through those things, because that process all has to do with discovering yourself sure. through the connections that you make with your source. Sure, You understand what I'm saying? Sure. That's why I always say that anybody's interpretation of God is absolutely correct for them mm. because there's no one interpret. If God is so grand and omnipotent, like, are you telling me God will only have one kind of spiritual manifestation to her people and reveal Himself, herself, themselves, itself to one group of people, so that the Christians are the only ones that are that are right. There's only one Jehovah and there's Jesus. And then you move to the to the Hindu, there's Ra there's Brahma, there's Vishnu, there's Krishna, and all those different things. And then you have the Buddhists, you have the the Buddhists have all their system they have their system of the of the, of, the, of the of the of the lamas. We're on the 14th Dalai Lama right now. We're moving into the 15th very soon. Who's already in training. And you go back. You look at how. Man, it's so many different things that I can, you know, kind of pull from. Of spiritual systems and structures that function. And the thing that I love about really strong spiritual systems. That have really strong foundations. They are all very similar. They're all very similar. There's a strong relation with all of them. I.e., Allah, Jehovah, whoever, all those people got like the older the Ishmael, Ishmael, Ishmael is the firstborn of Abraham. That makes the Muslims our older brothers. Sure. The Muslim or the Islam religion is way older than Christianity. Mm. And those people were already chosen by God. And if God is all knowing and all seeing, are you telling me that he cast out the firstborn because he was not the child of the promise? you understand what i'm saying so basically my point is you have these people that will now collect like precious stones and burn sage oh i need to burn incense i need why are you burning incense why why are you burning incense do you understand what incense is and what it does and all these different variables around it so my point is i don't like the way people engage very important things that i take and hold very dearly and i am a constant practitioner of and engage and they engage those particular things in a very commercial level so that they have great standing socially with their currency because another thing that i used to encounter is people that thought saying that you're anti-christian or anti-christ or, or non-christian or non-religious it automatically makes you appear as though you're such an intellect no i'm agnostic what does being agnostic mean that you choose the ignorance over interrogating and investigating the concepts of all that is in the universe faith or no faith is that what that means <laughs> like you understand what I'm saying There's so I, many, I can go as I far do. back as like where all these things were born I can go back as far as like the end of the renaissance and then now philosophy changed, and now we moved into a new era of you know empiricism versus realism which then gave birth to science or concepts of science which is the enlightenment era there's so many things that were born that were religions at the time that are now religion agnosticism uh agnosticism there's so many man Basically, I don't want to go on a long thing because
1: it's a bit late for that, plus uh, it's I'm a just, bit late. I'm just But sick. I hear yeah. what you're saying. I hear yeah. what you're saying and um I was watching BBC the um a program on BBC with my dad and this uh, there's a program that was filmed in China by this white guy obviously from the BBC. And it's basically a homecoming or a family reunion of this Chinese family. And they go to this huge temple that their family has built for their ancestors. So they walk in and they burn incense and they get there and they give offerings of food, offerings of alcohol. And like as I was watching it, I was just like, this is most what we do. This is the exact same thing. So I hear what you're saying about all of these kind of cultural and spiritual... The similarities of these spiritual systems across global cultures. Cultures that seemingly have nothing to do with one another. But the way that we connect to our ancestry, the way that we connect to that source is very similar. So I do get that. And my thing of, of this rant... Is I want you to take for granted that when I'm saying season, I'm not say- obviously not saying it in no, a no superficial That wasn't for way. you.
0: That wasn't for you. That's
1: why I'm saying, like, it's sem- when you're talking to me and you respond like that, like, it's it's almost semantics because you understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying it from a superficial level, I'm saying it from our common understanding of what it is that we're talking about. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? So it's semantics. So, okay, cool. Um, Very roundabout way to get to what we, what I want to talk about. And I think it's it's sort of related to your season. And I think that's something that's very interesting in our relationship where, and it's not, The first time that it happens in this relationship, yours and mine, it's also happened with a friend of mine that was very close that when we reach a certain level of, I don't know, closeness, vulnerability, synchronicity, that our lives kind of start to mirror each other in a very interesting way where if you have something that you are going through in the moment, somehow then it becomes like a couple of days later or a couple of weeks later, then I something go through the same yeah. thing. You know what I mean? In, in my own context. So the lessons are kind of the same when the li- when our lives, the more intertwined our lives are, the lessons kind of sync up. So an ongoing conversation that we've been having since the last pod and even during the last pod really, um, is this conversation of you know people who are in our life i mean we all i feel like we always talk about challenging relationships and stuff because i mean that is what life is um but this phenomenon of the people who you have challenges with doubling down that's what we choose to term it doubling down on certain behaviors Certain characteristics, certain mannerisms, ways of speaking, communication patterns, whatever it is that are negative, that are not productive, you know. And I think a couple of episodes ago, we talked about protecting energy, right? Yeah. And this is kind of related to that in the sense that, you know, it's very difficult sometimes to protect your energy, when you constantly encounter someone who will double down and redouble down on like behavior that isn't conducive for the relationship or for the encounter that you have with them. So that's kind of what I've been thinking about a lot. And I really, really want to get into the mechanisms of this whole doubling down situation. So I think you can maybe kick us off with an example. I can't think right now for the life of me off the top of my head of an example of, of doubling down, but you can, you can give me one.
0: Okay. An example of people that double down for me would easily start with people that usually do imperceptible things that are not nice towards you. Imperceptible in the beginning. Things that build up and you're like, "Ah, but this person just did this or said this or did this in a particular way that I'm not necessarily comfortable with. Because it's so small, that thing, even though it's a thing, you now, you can't go back and say, hi, no, you, you did this and this. Like, ha, that small thing, you're telling me that this small thing is like a... It's a thing that's now, are you serious? And then they can easily, you know, kind of untie themselves or entangle themselves out of that situation. So for me, it usually starts with people that do very small, subtle, imperceptible things over a long period of time that builds up until you get to a point where those people do other things that would be easy for you to now say, yo, dude, this thing that you're doing, I don't appreciate and I don't like. And instead of those people saying, Yo, oh, Lord, I'm gonna go back and I'm sorry, I'm gonna work on this thing. They do something way bigger than that, something worse now to show, yo, ah, I can't apologize. I can't go back and say now I should humble myself to this situation because this person has caught me um, doing whatever this thing that I thought I was getting away with uh, in this particular moment. So, what usually happens for me is that you hear people and the excuses they'll never apologize, usually. People that double down barely apologize. When you show them what it is that they're doing that might be wrong and you're not feeling okay about, they will never apologize. They'll make the first excuse, yeah, because I was in this. But it's always about I and me mm. and how you are the person that mm. is the person that started that whole situation. I mm. recently came in, in like and encountered a situation like that, of someone that literally did something that was wrong multiple times and i watched it and in those situations i called it out in all those situations right in all those moments and then following that this person then kind of like did something that was worse and then when they got to a particular point they then started changing the narrative when they were asked about it by other people like yo what's going on between you and sobs they changed the narrative They change the narrative. They say, no, Sobs did this and this and this. This is why me and Sobs are not the best. Sobs did this and this and this, and that's why we're not the best. And I think you recently also mm. just received news of someone that maybe you're not in the best terms with. Yeah. That is now changing the narrative with people, yet, what? What? Yeah. You gave that person such, you know, such a big opportunity to say, "Come back, let's sit down and have a proper discussion, like face to face as adults, and have a, a full on conversation." And those types of people are usually people that are now afraid to get into it when they're caught. Mm. You understand know what I'm saying? Mm. They are, they're usually afraid to get into it because subconsciously, you know what you're doing is wrong or you know what you did was wrong, but you will never want to fully admit it to yourself, let alone the next person.
1: Right. You understand
0: know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think, for me, the opening, yeah. the opening concept of people that double down Is literally people that will do you wrong will not apologize or take any accountability for it, and instead of changing their ways, they actually become worse, and that's become that becomes now their religion of like doing that that thing like openly, and usually now it becomes super like it's open season, it's super super aggressive, but still holding very interesting undertones. You understand something? Mm. It's always usually done in a very ambiguous way, which is the most infuriating thing about people that double down. They try to continue in that imperceptible and dun That's usually my experience with it.
1: I think you just um, made reference to two kind of... They're similar, but there's um, distinction between those two examples, right? There's people who will do things that are outright, blatantly wrong, right? Yeah. And then you will express displeasure or you know discomfort with a particular action and in that moment when you confront them with the bad behavior then they make the excuses and somehow flip the script and and end up best victims yeah and somehow you were the person that caused them to do something against you right where it's almost phrased as though Yeah, but what I'm doing or what I did, which is so wrong, was actually the result or the product of how you have been treating me all along, therefore playing the victim card, right? And then that behavior or similar types of behaviors or transgressions against you could happen that you could or may not call out in those moments that they happen. And it gets to a point where... There is a threshold that is reached on that person's part. It's almost like, yo, know, I'm tired of making excuses now. Like, I'm tired, like, I'm, I've run out of excuses, and I'm just gonna do it now. Like, I'm just gonna double down on the behavior, and it becomes less and less convincing what they're saying to justify the bad behavior. You know what I mean? They barely even try to give an excuse that even makes sense anymore they're just doubling down on that behavior then there's the other aspect which is the more subtle one and for me the, the worst. more infuriating <laughs> the worst one, one. right yeah. where someone and i think this one is 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 more sinister almost because it usually comes from a person who Wants you to believe that they are on on your your side, that they love you, that your friends or your family or whatever. Right. And you can trust them, obviously, because they're very close to you. But then you start to see the kind of underhanded
0: microaggressions,
1: microaggressions Mm. and behaviors and attitudes towards you. And like it's annoying because it's so subtle. That it's not even something that you can call out in a moment. In a
0: moment. It's the You just
1: worst. see it and you sense it energetically like, mmm.
0: What was that thing?
1: I don't like how you said that. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The like tone? in your own mind. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. what was that tone? What was that look? What was that what, behavior? What was, what was that, that behavior? action? Why would you why would, why would, you, would you do, do that? that? Why would you say that? You hmm. know what I mean? And and it's, it's usually again very, very subtle. And after time, long time do you then actually go, my gut is telling me something about this person. Yeah. My gut is telling me that this person is not for me. Yeah. This person is actually, low-key hates me. Um, Or low-key, like, there's some... There's
0: many different... Yeah, I think the feelings, it's not usually... Yeah, it's not necessarily, like, you can go into that, actually. Yeah,
1: it's not necessarily hate. I think some people have very, very complicated feelings when it comes to other people you know what i'm saying where many things could be playing out at one time it could be envy it could be jealousy it could be you know dislike a little bit or not liking certain aspects of your character right and my thing is always you're not going to like everybody right it's impossible for you to like everybody even people in your family i mean we all have family members that you know you can't stand or kind of annoys you or whatever the case may be to whatever degree but with those certain people, you sense the, the slightly negative connotation and feeling, And impurity somewhere you, there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and, and as we, we actually spoke about this last night, where I said, I don't have a problem with you not liking me or you having complicated feelings towards me. The thing that infuriates me is when you don't know how to keep that to yourself when you go out of your way to to, to do this very subtle game of cat and mouse, you get what I'm saying? Where you like throw a rock and hide your hand type thing. And then like after doing something shady or something negative, then you come back super positive and loving and like, you know what I mean? To just kind of cover up the negativity that you just pulled. And then next time you do something slightly more negative, like, It's so infuriating because I feel like, bruh, just come out in the open. If you don't like me, you don't like me. You know what I mean? Like, let's just have a frank conversation. If you don't like me, you don't like me. Let's not pretend. Like, let's not pretend like it is what it isn't. You know? And and I think that's the most infuriating part is... We both
0: know what it is. We
1: both know what it is. And once almost the veil has been lifted from you the person on the receiving end you just see it all, all the, the time, time now yeah. all the time yeah. in every almost every single encounter that you have with that particular person it just keeps coming back to like it's glaringly obvious like this person has a problem
0: yeah
1: this person has a problem and instead of like acknowledging to themselves i have complicated feelings about this person let me actually just leave this person cuz that's what i do why am I going to be in your face if I have a problem with you or if you irritate me? Like I'm just going to remove myself from the situation. So with these types of people, they don't though. They actually want to be more in your face. They actually want to, to do the little undermining little actions and have the little tiny comments that are going to make you feel or react or react in a particular way or make you look crazy. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or make you look crazy. Yeah. And it it's something that then becomes a a very subtle thing that's going on between you and that person because these people also usually will put on a performance for, for, everybody other, people. Else yeah, yeah, for other people and act like we're so cool and we're so, you know Oh,
0: that person is perfect, but to you they know what they're doing, and they know how they feel towards you. So you yep. can't go to those people because and their be experience, mad. Yeah. because their experience of that person is totally, totally different, different from what you experienced And experiencing. their
1: narrative to other people is a very positive narrative. Their narrative doesn't say me and this person actually have an issue. Mm-hmm. The only thing that they're painting is, oh, we're so cool. We're so whatever, I'm whatever, so whatever. I'm so loving. I'm so caring about this person. Knowing am so well, Knowing full well that they are doing things behind your back that are undermining you. And knowing full well that you don't have the power because everything, again, is so subtle that you can't even vocalize it. You can't vocalize it to them. You can't vocalize it to, to people other people. You. And like it's it's a very okay, you know, here comes that word that key phrase or the trendy phrase, toxic. It's very toxic. And it becomes like a crazy power dynamic and a power struggle game between you and this person because every time they do something that subtly jabs at you or pokes at you, they're stealing energy from you. They're stealing energy from you because you're gonna get triggered. You're gonna get triggered. We were both like having a conversation about people who trigger us in that particular way, where it's like the pretense is is almost like a burden on
0: you. Yeah.
1: It's a burden on you, and that person knows it. Yeah. yeah. They know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they know how to apply pressure. Yeah. And it's not even that much pressure. And at a certain point, it's just like. Yo, I can't stand this person. Everything they did, just the person walking in the room or being in the same space as you is just like, oh wow, like I, I really don't want to deal with this person. Yeah. So even the slightest things that they do start to just like send you for no reason. Sometimes for a reason, but sometimes not, you know? And I think of the two dynamics, I would rather someone do something outright, give me or for us to have an opportunity to address it, at least I know when I've addressed it, it's up to you how you react. But on my part, I have done what I needed to do to stand up for myself, right? Which goes back to your thing of of what the lesson of this season has been, is being able to speak up for yourself and protect your energy.
0: Harder. Harder. Yeah.
1: You know? So I'd, I'd rather it be out in the open because at the end of the day, the only thing that I can control is my responses Mm -hmm. and my reactions. And I can say something to you if I'm not happy with however the situation is happening. But with the other dynamic, you take away my power because I cannot say anything. And now I'm forced to bottle up this, experience and, and and be forced to suppress this thing and it builds an insane amount of pressure internally you know what i mean and it's counter everything that we're about which is open communication being val- like honest just being honest being open being vulnerable mm-hmm. even because it's also a form of vulnerability to go to someone and say yo i'm not satisfied yeah, with yeah, this yeah. Yeah. because then you're saying i'm trusting you as a person to hear me to understand me and to be compassionate towards my feelings and
0: empathize yeah so
1: that that one that subtle game
0: what about what about when hate it i think another thing that you you also like spoke on during those conversations is how other people also even sometimes when the veil is lifted on them from them they still kind of kind of expect you to be the bigger person to say ah but yeah yeah
1: oh the bigger person trope yo we need to let this thing go yeah we need to let it go yo if you take anything from this episode let go of that thing of being the bigger person like i posted on my story the other day a meme or like a tiktok of a girl who says don't ever tell me to be the bigger person it's overrated right and culturally we we speak on this all the time where as basot culturally we have a thing of humility
0: yeah yeah
1: it's instilled in us more than a lot of things right Mm -hmm. it's a big part of who we are culturally to be humble and we started to realize once we like lived outside of Lesotho in different environments with different people. Like, people are this thing is, different this frequency. This thing is not serving no, us. No, no, no. Because humility almost opens you up to being taken advantage of. Yeah. Humility says, don't speak up for yourself. Yeah. Take it on the chin. Turn the other cheek. Guys, yo, I hate it so much. I hate it so yeah. much. And it's so hard to break away from that mentality. Yeah. But recently, I am there. I mean, we spoke a little bit about it a couple of, of episodes ago where it's like, everybody must take their portion. Everybody must take their share Quickly. of the the discomfort of whatever the dynamic is that is happening between us in a relationship between two people yeah so i'm not going to be the one that's constantly being humble and turning the other cheek i'm not the one who's going to be the bigger person particularly when i know i'm not doing anything actively to harm you yeah or actively trying to be malicious towards you if anything i'm trying to disengage from you And it's infuriating when people who are observers, right? The observers of the dynamic between you and the person that you have a problem with, they also want you to be the bigger person. But when they are faced with a similar dynamic with them and the person that is the problem, they never are the bigger person. They call them out immediately. Immediately, So the, the bigger person trope is a scam, it's, is. A, it's a scam. It is. It's a scam. And and we tend to... And this is why, going back to these trendy ideas and you know positive vibes only, we really need to understand what we are talking about, what we're saying. We need to have more nuanced understanding of what it is to be a positive person. Being a positive person doesn't mean that you don't engage. And you are never negative. Or you don't go to those... "Quote unquote lower mm. vibrational place or
0: dark places
1: or dark places. even with
0: yourself in your experiences you understand sometimes positive vibes only could be could be someone that is a suppressor and of course. you know like it means that being a positive vibe someone that subscribes you to never positive
1: engage negative emotions no no, no, and no that's not realistic because you're going to encounter negative experiences emotions all the time yeah. in life so we need to have a more holistic understanding of what it means to be good people, what it means to be spiritual people, what it means to be positive people. You understand
0: what it means to take care of yourself,
1: taking care of yourself, self
0: care Fridays. No, da, 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 da. You're yeah. like, what?
1: Number one, anyone should be able to catch this spiritual fade or this verbal fade. If that's what it is, if it means I am protecting myself and I'm standing up for myself in a moment, I can go wherever with it. I can can go and I am justified to saying whatever to defend my energy and my spirit in that moment.
0: And I think another interesting thing is... I'm thinking now about the concept of being conflicted when you have to move into the state of being a selfish person. Mm. And how also even some things that are negatively perceived have positive connotations to them. And some things that have negative connotations or like positive connotations have greater misunderstandings and neg- more negative produce than they, they should. Mm. I.e. Being selfish is a good thing.
1: It's a very good thing.
0: Do you understand how important it is for you to sometimes be selfish and protect your energy from people? And now when you're conflicted and now have like, you almost feel like you're acting out of character to say, I'm going to put myself first. There's certain people that are innately not, you know, that people put, they put themselves fifth. Yeah. Fifth. Yeah. And you find that the people that they put themselves last for. Will always put them. No, no, no. They put them in the position that they put themselves in. Yeah. If you're fifth and you put someone first, that person will literally put you fifth, if not fiftieth. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And that's that's where Mm, Know your
1: worth. Exactly. Know your worth. So Represent your worth at all times. At all times. At all times. You actually have to be selfish all the time. But again... It's what this, does it
0: mean to be selfish? Yeah. yeah, then, yeah that's what I'm saying.
1: But... Again, we said it last pod, but... It's a balancing act of you have to do all of these things at the same time. You get me? So, I, I think a challenge that we have sometimes is we're thinking of things... And, and that's how it happens where when you receive a lesson or you're going through a period where you're going through a, a particular lesson or, or you're understanding something. It happens individually for the most part, right? Like selfishness, right? You'll be thinking about selfishness and trying to dissect what this means, what it doesn't mean. Da, 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 da. But it's also happening at the same time as being compassionate, as being open as being protecting yourself as like you get what i mean being accountable being reflective being what like all of these things need to happen at the same time so selfishness innately is not a bad thing but anything done in excess is a problem
0: let me give you a thread people that are usually putting themselves fifth for other people and considering the well-being of others, right? Usually have the capacity to project and share and uplift every other person that is in their immediate space and environment, right? Mm. The people that usually put those kind of people fifth, tenth, hundredth because of being placed first or at least you know, kind of experiencing first grade treatment are people that we could easily say they don't deserve it. And they do like the direct opposite of that type of treatment towards those very same people that treat them correctly and nicely and place them first. Sure. Those people are also usually double downers. Always. They're also usually victims of their own hands. Always. (laughs)
1: You understand what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: So now the people that are the people that put other people First and themselves fifth are usually sometimes the people that are in the positive vibes only zone. Regardless of what happens, I know I'm a positive person. It's okay. If it, It's okay. I don't think she did it out of bad intentions. I don't think he did it out of bad intentions. Mm. It's all love still. And those people can still come back and do similar things and do the same thing over and over again to you, regardless of how uncomfortable it is for you. I remember when I was in, like in the Eastern Cape, like you're saying that cultural difference is crazy because... Mm some people were just like, dude, you're just so nice, but mm. like mm. some people are not as nice as you think they are. Mm. Dude, you need to wake up. Some mm. people are just like really nasty. Yeah. And I'm just like, no man, it's okay. But like, I can take it. I like, and usually that's the attitude of, of people that are like always putting themselves last. It's always like, I can take it because you are capacitated to take it. But at a particular stage, I learned that But that's like really exposing my spirit to a lot of really negative energy, negative treatment. I'm not defending myself enough. I'm abusing myself. You're
1: enabling people to abuse you.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. Stop the martyrdom. Exactly. Stop being a martyr for other people who are actually trash
0: bags. Exactly. Period. If someone is trash, and also that now comes in the issue of being afraid to lose people. Sometimes we're afraid to lose people because of that We're like, mm. we've been through so much And then only when you're at the end of the road You're like, this person really never I... yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It is like a colonizer Africa relationship It's a western world Africa relationship We can build infrastructure for you Bring you all these good things Education and you can you can have civilization As perceived But there's so much that you're losing as the person that's supposedly benefiting. And it is at the expense of your whole spirit.
1: But here's where I will disagree with that. I will disagree because... And I mean, I disagree with the Africa colonizer example, Mm -hmm. right? Because what we also have to understand, right? As the people who are humble and are people who are, quote capacitated to take it Mm -hmm. aka people who are enabling other people to abuse Mm -hmm. us you are allowing it to happen Mm -hmm. you get me you are complicit in your own abuse that's that that's the difference with our maybe let's just it was no
0: it was the same what are you talking about the Western world relationship with Africa coming here. Okay, I, don't Who like I, I don't like this.
1: I don't like this. this Who analogy, la- Listen,
0: let me give you an example. Let me,
1: the, please don't uh, let take me give it further you, with
0: this yeah, Africa thing. Because what
1: I'm saying is
0: we were complicit in that. We,
1: okay, cool. we were, we're complicit. But Bala I don't,
0: gave away so many people man, from there. My, <laughs> yo, I, I, hear you, I hear you. Yo. I hear
1: you. I hear you. Let me not say I disagree.
0: You see, while let we be... Say,
1: we need to be aware of the fact that we are also not victims. You get me? you are agreeing and, and in seeing how other people culturally have been conditioned differently to
0: put themselves first, to
1: put themselves first, then you understand what your cultural handicap is. But at this, okay, let's come back to the person who puts you last. They put you last because you put yourself last last. in the first place. Yeah. And so,
0: That's the criteria now.
1: That's the only foundation and the basis that we're moving in. So if you have such relationships, actually do not be afraid to let those relationships go because you already started those relationships on the wrong foot. And so the person who is putting you last is actually not at fault there. Right? Because what you're saying is you would expect another person to treat you how you are treating them. Ridiculous! That's not how it works. No. People treat you the way that they see you.
0: You treat you yourself. Treat yourself. Yeah.
1: And what you accept. Yeah. So it's actually not that other person's fault for being selfish, for being a user, for being an abuser. It's your fault. And for that reason, don't try to salvage that relationship because the foundation of that relationship is, is you being a person who is open to abuse.
0: Okay. This is this is this is this is where I also retouch on this Western world African. <laughs> Oh my god! This is this is what I'm gonna say. Yeah. It is the relationship. This is man. I'm I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. There's a friend of mine where we used to work formerly. Indian guy. He said these people are. I, I'm gonna say it. They are honey taking us.
1: Okay.
0: It's like what they're really doing. Is putting it up your bum But there's honey in there So you're not really sure what's going on So you You, conf- okay. you confuse the pleasure with You confuse what's happening, Actually happening That is actually so wrong With the pleasure So people that are intelligent enough This is what you're saying Throw the rock and hide your hand Do something Really out of color, of color And off brand or whatever that's hurtful to the next person and come back super positive tomorrow Mm. you understand what i'm saying Mm. that's like sticking something in your eye and then coming in tomorrow to blow something out of your nose or give you something to help you with whatever Mm. that's what it is Mm. so that's what i mean like the crux of that example was not necessarily the history and whatever but like the relationship it's like Soft power situations or neocolonial relationships that we have with people. You understand what I'm saying? Sure. People that can benefit. Actually, it's ne- we have neocolonial relationships with toxic people.
1: <laughs> wow. That's a bar. That's a
0: bar. We have neocolonial relationships with a lot of our peers, with a lot of our friends, with some of our family. With toxic and, people. And then some of them, a soft power. Mm. It's a bit more Chinese. Mm. It's a bit more Chinese. You know said With them, you don't see it, but until the end, there. Yeah. Like, damn, I didn't realize when these buildings were being built, there was also someone going through their back door taking certain things. Mm. Mm. The Western world came in with the sweets and the mirrors. Whilst they was taking diamonds, bruv, taking platinum, taking mm. gold. Mm. And also putting you guys against each other. And that's where it's, it's the confliction. This is where you now have those moments. This is what I also wanted to add when I was saying, you could also speak a bit more on how sometimes people that are also a, people that can experience that particular person in a particular way, come back to say you should be the bigger person in that moment, right? Another thing is when they make you look crazy and you sound crazy in the beginning, I experience this a lot. I see something mm. from like from when afar. from afar, like I can see this mm. thing. This thing is going to go south. Mm. And when I tell people around me, it's like
1: you sound crazy, Nah, bro. you
0: sound crazy, dude. What are You're you talking reaching, about? Bro. You're reaching. We didn't see this. We didn't see that. And now you have to also, as the person that's been experiencing this person, who whom to whom like you're the one that the veil is removed from, right? Mm. So now you're seeing this person for what they are, right? And you're trying to express to the people around around that are also experiencing that person that cannot see this thing that you see. You have to develop the capacity and patience to wait it out.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: That is the toughest part mm. for me. Waiting mm. out people, seeing people for who they are.
1: Mm.
0: Man, but the pleasure when you hear people say, Brass. Yo, this." Person da 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 you're like mm,
1: been told you I've
0: been told you I've been told it's you it's
1: like what what what's what's what what has recently come to our uh consciousness let me put it like that I don't know what I'm trying to say you get what I'm trying to say, but come to our attention recently that people that we have fallen out with years ago. Are only now quote unquote exposing themselves or are exposed to other people
0: for what they are who for they what are.
1: they are and the same treatment that they gave us is now what people are I experiencing and they just like but really it took what happened years yeah, yeah. for that to happen yeah so in as much as I'm here for the patience is the hardest part. It's also, I think, about letting it go entirely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about letting it go yeah. entirely and being satisfied with the fact that I
0: know see the this truth. person. I know the truth
1: for what they are. Yeah, and trusting in yourself. The, my thing is oh, never doubt yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have this.
1: Never the, doubt yourself. When, I think, yeah. when your spirit is telling you this is what it is. You know what I mean. Believe it wholeheartedly. And if you're a person who is um on the path, right, of kind of being
0: more self-aware. More
1: more aware, right? It comes to you in the form of intuition. Like with certain people, like I'd even dream about it. Yeah. Where like it's just revealed to me what the dynamic is in the dream. Like, oh, okay, snap. It's like this thing is a real thing. Yeah. Right? My subcon quote unquote subconscious mind but in reality it's my ancestors communicating to me and showing me
0: the full picture the of the full a thing. picture of what's yeah. going
1: on never doubt what your intuition tells you mm-hmm. never ever doubt it you actually double down on that i double down on your own self
0: I I remember, and let yeah. It go, yeah, yeah.
1: Because if you're gonna be waiting for a person to be exposed, it could take a very a
0: long, long time. time. Yeah. And
1: in the, in the meantime, you're still what? You're still participating. You're still engaged in that whole dynamic, even if you have completely distanced yourself. It means energetically you're still invested. Because any you're trigger invested, is a trigger. Yeah, you're still invested in seeing. Okay, well, this person one day is going to be exposed. Let yeah, it let it go. Let it go, but don't let that crazy person...
0: Make you look crazy.
1: Doubt yourself. Yeah, yeah. Or make you look crazy. Yeah, which yeah. Incidentally, we've been on here for an hour. I think it's time for me or for us to at least give a little bit of Man, a, a solution. An hour already? Absolutely. Jesus Christ. The solution for me is create as much distance as you can from those types of people. The double downers, the ones that are outright going to do something to you and then like give you excuses and play the victim. Cut those people out of your life, number one. Number two, the people who do it subtly are usually people who are actually very close to you. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Like family-wise. And it's not necessarily... Or even
0: not even family, just generally very close.
1: Very close. But my thing is, if you're not family, I don't care because I can cut off anybody. I've cut off my closest friends literally i've cut off a 23 year relationship because like it just wasn't working so for me the thing with family is that family you're bound to oh, be in this person's space now particularly if it's a family member who's a double downer but the subtle type of double downer create as much distance as you can from that person yeah do not engage that person
0: yeah i think another thing that i remember happening a lot was when even for me and this is what i this is uh, this is i guess now we're because we're concluding it's coming back into like it's doing a full circle thing i used to see these things from a long distance right mm. and they would manifest mm. in the waiting period not because i'm waiting on it mm. but mm. in the waiting period in the process of i need confirmations same as with you when Something happens and someone, some, someone starts experiencing that person in that particular way. You're like, "Damn, I'm not crazy." Yeah. It's not because you didn't know that you were like you didn't you know that crazy. you're not crazy. Yeah. But you just felt like, "Damn, somebody finally saw what yeah, I was talking about." What I've been about.
1: seeing and saying, yeah.
0: But I remember something that I kept on doing, which is something that I think now speaks to the issue that I opened with of how I've graduated from. Doubting myself, which is what you're also saying right now is that never doubt that voice or never doubt the intuition, never doubt your source of information um, that gives you information about certain things. Right. I was consciously deciding to ignore that information, regardless of how strong it was and the type of ignore it was. It wasn't ignore because I didn't see it. It was because I was really saying I hope I am wrong Mm. And I was trying to be wrong Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. I was consciously making an effort to be wrong Mm. And these are the characteristics Of people that will make excuses for other people Mm. These are the characteristics of enablers These are the characteristics of people That give other people the keys to abuse them Further and further and further Because they have the capacity to what? To carry that burden So I'm saying I've lost that. It's it's a form of self doubt. It's a form. That's where I I think now it's doing a full circle thing. Yahore, man, it's full circle now because I'm like this is what I meant by self doubt. Mm. When I even I I cut and in the self doubt it's not only limited to it's not even about I was doubting that I was right. No, I was I was doubting that in this moment. I should put myself first and it's important for and my spirit to say, put me first. And I'm like, no, I don't think it's important for you to come first. I need to deal with this person and put them first so that we could deal with this situation. You need to take the fault. I always wanted to take the fault for people. I always want to take the fault for people that do me wrong. Mm. I always want to mm. do that because mm. I always understand that I have been a participant in this thing. Now coming full circle again to the Western Africa West Af- Western World Africa example we're not we're not just victims in this thing because some of us were some of the kings and the royals and the emperors at the time were participating in the slavery. But does it mean now it justifies everything that has fallen after that, including the state that the world is in right now? No. But let's not also not say that some of our people were not participating, giving away mirrors, giving, like, giving away diamonds for mirrors because we've never seen our reflections. You
1: understand no. what I'm saying? my so ab- a- sister will never live this down.
0: Mush-reshe. Really? Like he was the. I mean, the issue of Musharraf never actually. He was. He was. Mad. Who's the guy with the mirrors? Shaka.
1: Mush-reshe. Yeah,
0: Shaka is not Musharraf. Shaka is the guy with the mirrors. Shaka's the guy with the mirrors. Shaka is the guy with the mirrors. Musharraf. <laughs> You know, but the thing is, because this podcast, my, the podcast is, is going to grow and whatever. A I don't cons. like I don't want to go into my politics with this Yeah. yeah, yeah. With the with the Royal Bakwenatlan and the Royal Buffy King clan. Hey,
1: let's not do that. And Pete
0: and Mugana Moshawapili oh, so okay. and King second No. We're not doing that. But me, I uh, love
1: what you're saying mm. and maybe you can expand on it just mm-hmm. to build on it. Um because this is something that I see a lot of times. With a lot of people that I have conversations with. It's that I know what it is. My intuition is telling me what it is. And it's clear yeah, as yeah. day. But I choose not to listen. Yeah. I choose to make excuses for that other person. Whether it's because I'm capacitated to take it or it's because I love this person so much. Or I'm scared. Or I'm scared to imagine really? my life without this person or yes. whatever it is yes. but a lot a lot a lot of people do that thing of you know what the truth is but you don't want to listen
0: this is how and here's
1: my thing yeah. you get punished yeah, yeah, yeah. again and this again
0: this is this is also how people stay in toxic relationships
1: absolutely absolutely When I'm talking about people, I'm talking about people specifically in very toxic situations.
0: This is how people stay in toxic Mm. workspaces.
1: Mm.
0: This is how people stay in toxic familial situation dynamics. Mm. This is how people stay entangled in toxic friendships. Mm. This is how people stay entangled in toxic dynamics with their parents. Mm. This is how people stay entangled with toxic relationships with their next of kin and sometimes this is how people stay in toxic situations with themselves. Mm. Mm, what I'm I thought that one different. <laughs> you understand what I'm oh, saying? Oh, that hit different. It's, I know I have to do this thing. And I know for a fact, or oh, this thing is not benefiting me. Mm. And then you double down, you're like, ah, no, I'm going to do it anyway. Even First though it, of
1: all, that is classic me.
0: Even, <laughs> even though it hurts you.
1: I even, do that so even, much. even though
0: it's going to hurt you, you're still gonna do it to yourself.
1: I self sabotage a lot. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah, a lot. That
0: man, I think we can talk about self sabotage to like a different yeah. podcast because yeah, yeah. But for me to conclude, what I'm saying is this semester, which I don't think is over, also for me right now, I will know my spirit. I will know in my spirit that man, and it's not like for me a semester. It's not even like measured in season. It could be like two weeks. But usually for me it's like eight months, bruv. Like it's like I'm talking about things that have happened over the course of four years now. And I'm taking maybe out of the like the four years I've only had like a semester and a half almost for me for the lessons. Even if they're repeating themselves mm-hmm. at a higher vibration, for me it feels like one semester almost. Okay. So I see. in this moment I feel like it's like, oh my I'm I'm like I'm like almost like, oh, oh this is what this was about because I when The beginning of this year, my approach to the work that I do as, as a spiritual anchor for people's lives and someone that's been sent to help people and guide people into better spaces internally, mentally, emotionally, in the situations in their lives, in their anything and everything that they desire to move into that is particularly beneficial and positive for their lives... Like I changed the frequency in which I was operating, and this was the first time that it really hit me. And that's why I'm saying I'm. I can feel that I'm closing in on this, the end of the semester. I'm almost mm. at the end of the semester, and it's only. It's been three years since I've been four years now. Since yeah, four years since I. It's eighteen, three. eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Okay, twenty-one. Let me. Okay, I'm on okay. my fourth year.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: I'm on my fourth year. As, as a practitioner But I'm only It's only at the beginning Of this year That I was operating Correctly at that level mm. Where I felt like This is the level for here
1: mm.
0: Now mm. I'm there Now this is the end Of the first semester for me But I'm not even closed yet I haven't closed it yet So for me Like What I'm saying is I really transcended The concept of Putting myself last first And this is You know what What, what a semester is Is that thing that you were doing Of 30 for 30, 30 lessons, 30 lessons as I turn 30. Mm. That's one semester in my account, in my, in my books, because the way you, you're going to come back with like 30 things that you learned, Beth, (laughs) (laughs) 30 things that you learned in 30 years. Yeah. That are big, grand life molding situations, positive, negative. And it's not about your achievements. It's not about your, it's about the lessons. Yeah. And that moment that have shaped the way you perceive the world in yourself. And now the kind of vibration that you're in, and how you got there and the journey to get there. You understand what I'm saying? So that's where I am right now. I'm like, I've transcended, like, I've transcended so many things, and I'm happy to be moving into a space where I'm going to close this chapter. I can feel it. I can tell that this is a semester that's about to end, and I'm moving into a new one. And to the people that are listening, there are humans and types of people that are called double downers people that don't come back from their mistakes a big lesson that i guess also not even i guess never ever 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 suppress your intuition never suppress your gut feeling Mm. never ever suppress anything that that is divine intervention mm. that is trying to protect you or protect you or never even ever choke your spirit mm. that is trying to speak to you and try to put you in a position to protect it
1: mm.
0: never ever never ever cast that voice out and say ah what you're saying is not is not fitting. It's difficult for me to, no matter how difficult it is, the information that you may receive from your spirit, from your ancestors, from God, from he God, from she God, from Buddha, from Vishnu, from Krishna, from mami Rave, from Odu, from the Ife, from the Orishas, from the Numo, from whoever you get your information from, divinely and spiritually in your practice. Never suppress any information that comes to you. No matter how hard it is for you to apply. Because sometimes it's just your spirit saying, Protect me. Mm. Protect me. Protect me. Mm. Protect me. Because we... This is what you said, love. You said, but why... We can't play victim all the time. Because we ourselves... Enable people to molest our spirits. Mm. We do it. We give people the keys to walk in and out of our rooms with muddy shoes on our white rugs Mm. that are our spirits and leave them dirty with no consequence. Mm. That's what we do.
1: Yeah.
0: That's what we do. So we, we all, and it goes back to the issue of the other podcasts that we've done or the other episodes. We need, everybody has to take accountability but now you need to strike a balance. Mm. You need to strike a balance. Where are you taking accountability for what? And where are you being selfish about your spirit? With that being said, I almost did that thing. Of, with that being said, yo, if have to do shout out to that. <laughs> <laughs> with that being said,
1: wilding, bro. go
0: with the opening of this conversation, go check out atheism, theism, pantheism, Cosmotheism Yeah That uh, Around that line Go check out Philosophy End of the Renaissance Check out Rene Descartes Empiricism The Enlightenment Era How oh, oh, oh. Ain't
1: <laughs> nobody Gonna do that
0: What Also I'm stealing this From From Khaitoua, From From the so, From the sobering man Like He says shout out To my mom So I'm I'm, I'm gonna say Shout out to You know Shout out to my grand man Shout out to my grand
1: i don't even know what to do with that i don't even know what to do with that but folks if you've made it to the end thank you so much for your time and your attention thank you for joining us hopefully something that we said has moved you in one way or the other or has resonated with you with that said we will see y'all when we see y'all we out here we go bye